Welcome to the Clear Ads podcast, Highway to Sell. Once again, you're listening to Tom Wirecorn and Ronnie Katamba. Remember to subscribe to our podcast by clicking on that button so you never miss an episode in the future. So to today's topic, have you ever thought, if I hear that question one more time, I'm just going to scream? Well, this week, we're going to be discussing the 15 things about Amazon selling that we as an agency are tired of hearing. So that if you come across one of these key questions, you can send them to this podcast and they can get all the answers to 15 most common questions about Amazon advertising that are likely to come up. So I'm going to run through these with you today, Ronnie. So the first one we're tired of hearing, and it's probably one of the biggest ones is, are Amazon ad campaigns worth it? As an advertising agency, I'm sure you're aware our obvious answer is probably going to be yes, but we're going to unpack that a little bit more. Ronnie, do you think ad campaigns are worth it? Yes, definitely. (laughs) It's so competitive at the moment, right, on on the Amazon platform. It doesn't matter what product you have, you're probably going to be competing with other sellers. So you always have to ensure that you stand out. Uh, And one of the best ways to leverage that is to use sponsored ads. And you could do a number of things. Also remember, like, the, the, the advertising platform is constantly being developed, so there's constant new opportunities to reach customers, relevant customers, people that are in the aisle looking for products that look like your product or that can complement the product they're looking for. So there's a, there's a world of opportunity. And I think the most important thing is if you want to grow your business, if you want to scale, then, yeah, advertising is the way to go. Yeah, and, and I don't think it's ever too early or too late to start advertising on Amazon as well. It's one of those catch-22s that some people say that, yeah, I want to get my, my listing sorted. I want to get some organic sales. I want to get some reviews before I start advertising on those. But then, yeah, that catch-22 cycle is how do you get those sales or those reviews without running advertising? I would always recommend advertising from the word go because you've got that honeymoon period that we discussed at a few episodes back mm-hmm. but i would always recommend that advertising but you don't have to as a caveat you don't have to run advertising on everything yeah. if you've got a low ticket price item let's say you're selling a product for somewhere between one and three pounds or one and three dollars then potentially it might not be worth running an ad campaign on that product especially if the average bid and the average cpc for that keyword are going to eat too heavily into the margins of that one, two, three, four pound dollar euro product. So you will have to carefully select your keywords and what products you're advertising. So I would recommend having a variety of prices within your range. So if you're just trying to sell one pound products on Amazon, then potentially Amazon advertising isn't going to be worth it unless you're just going for that awareness or exposure type of campaign. So I think there's, yeah, there's always going to be a no to that question, but nine times out of 10, yes, advertising is worth it. And we're all kind of slaves to advertising. We see it come up on Instagram and Twitter as we're scrolling. You see it all over Facebook. And as we're shopping around Amazon, we see those adverts pop up and off of Amazon. Mm. And I would challenge anyone to tell me that they've never responded or clicked on an ad there. Even myself, who in the past have used an ad blocker, I still will respond to advertising on Amazon and Instagram and things like that. So advertising campaigns, whether it's the Amazon platform you're using, I would say are definitely worth it. Yeah. 
And I think three key main points for why we think advertising is worth it. One, you're building awareness and that's going to help your brand. Two, you're, you're going to have engagement. You're going to engage potentially people that have never seen your product before. I've never heard of your brand before. And then three, it's a really effective way if done right to drive sales. Correct. So Ronnie, can I advertise on Amazon if I don't sell on Amazon? Mm, very good question. You can. So you can, you can get traffic from Amazon onto your own website. I always recommend that you have a really good website and you're, you already set up the necessary tools to track the traffic that's coming from the Amazon platform onto your website. But the answer to that question, yes, you can. Awesome. And uh, this is something we do through the DSP platform, right? So we would call that a link out campaign. That's correct. Yeah. So number three, the third common question that we're tired of hearing, what is the most profitable way to sell on Amazon? I mean, that's such a broad question. Yeah. yeah. What is the most profitable way to sell on Amazon? The most prof- profitable way, I guess, is to get a product that's got really low cost compared to the selling price. Yes. So I think yeah. from the get-go, if you are looking for profitability, pick a product that's got a low cost of good and potentially a high selling price. That's one way. Another profitable way is to get a product that's potentially got a repeat purchase opportunity. Yeah. Uh, therefore, you're going to get a repeat purchase that's not going to cost you much because people are clicking save and subscribe or people buy into the product and the need for the product, whether it's a monthly cycle or a 60-day cycle that they need yeah. that top top. And on that topic, if you've got a repeat purchase product, maybe it's a health supplement or a vitamin, you might actually make a loss on that first sale. But like you've mentioned there, if people then subscribe and save, you've got that consistent, reliable revenue that's going to be coming in on the future on a monthly, weekly, bi-monthly basis for that product from that one customer. So even if the first sale of each one of your products is unprofitable, whether that's 100% ACOS, like, the lifetime value of that customer is going to get more and more profitable as they make more and more purchases. It might take two or three future purchases for all of those to even out on average to actually be profitable for you. But that's another way that you can consider profitability when selling on Amazon. And I love that you mentioned having high ticket price items that Mm. actually have a low cost of goods that will significantly increase your margins not only in terms of like the FBA fees, Amazon's fees, agency fees, and PPC fees. Like it just gives you a lot more wiggle room to have that profitable product. Yeah. And also, um, I guess, selecting the category and the market you want to, to advertise in. If you're going in with something into a completely watered down market, and dare I go back to that example of health supplements and things like that, it's going to be harder to tap into that because it's a very competitive market. Mm. So potentially finding a new product that solves a problem that no one has had before, that might be something good or a market that's just not very competitive. Now, every day, Amazon is seeing more and more sellers. So that is becoming harder and harder to find. But having a unique hook for your product or trying to find one of those markets that isn't so saturated. Yeah. and. uh... 
That is so true, Tom. I think also as well, sellers or potential sellers can fall into a trap of looking for a niche product and they create a niche that is so small that the actual market for that product then becomes so small that it's a product that will never scale. So just be wary of that. As well as having a you know a, a unique selling point, make sure that there is a market for it and you can scale. Yeah. Now, our fourth most common question, and maybe this should have been the first question, but what is Amazon PPC? I'd like to think if you've been listening to this podcast for the past few years, you probably know that. Otherwise, we've not done a great job. But what does P- Amazon PPC stand for? Amazon PPC stands for Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, does what it says on the tin there. You pay for every click that a potential consumer incurs on our adverts, basically. So we need to select the right bids. We need to select the right keywords for our product. And that's how it works. So we're not paying for the impressions. We're not paying for the views. So if someone looks at your advert, that doesn't incur a cost. It actually requires someone to actually click on that advert whether that's a sponsor brand, sponsor product, or a sponsor display, or a DSP advert, it needs to incur that click for it to actually take that cost. So how long does it take for Amazon PPC to work? Oof, good question. We've had products where the first month they fly off the shelf. We've had products, we're now in the sixth month, and now we're starting to get real good traction in terms of impressions, clicks, engagement, and then we're starting to see good sales. And you might also see products that actually the sponsored ads sales are not very good, but actually their organic sales are flying off the roof. Yeah. Um, so it, it varies. It depends what product. And Tommy also mentioned what category. So highly competitive categories, you're always going to find it hard to break through. So that can kind of give you uh, an estimate of how long it might take you to actually see some profitability. So, yeah, it varies from product to category. Yeah, definitely. And I would still recommend trying to get these PPC campaigns up and running as soon as your product's launched, because that's just going to give you a higher chance that these PPC campaigns actually do work. Make sure you've got that right selection of keywords that are relevant to your products, that have got a decent search volume. And you can potentially go the opposite way and have keywords that have got a low search volume where you're more likely to have a chance at getting cheaper clicks and winning those bids. But do bear in mind there's a smaller traffic volume. And in talking about keywords, how many keywords do we recommend actually using with Amazon ads? That was the sixth most common question. How many keywords should I use with my Amazon ads? Hmm. It's definitely changed over the years. Yeah. There's no rule of thumb for me on this one. Like I, I narrow it down to 10 to 15 keywords that I know that are highly relevant to that product. And basically, what is the product? What does it say on the tin? And then I kind of narrowed those keywords based on relevancy. Over time, I'll grow that out. And then afterwards, I'll narrow it back down. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'll normally start off with like 10 to 15 keywords that I really want to focus on. For example, like those 10 to 15 keywords, I might focus 60% to 70% of my ad budget and then find out if there's other variations of those keywords that are also relevant, that are bringing in sales. But yeah, I'll normally start with 10 to 15 on phrase 
broad and phrase match. I definitely agree. We gone are the days where you could stuff a campaign with a thousand keywords and mm. get them all serving. I know as the years went on, that kind of came down to a hundred keywords. Then we recommended fifty, then it was forty. But the sweet spot seems to be somewhere below the twenty mark. So I would echo what you're saying there, Ronnie, with getting those initial keywords. And even if your research brings in more, it doesn't mean you can't use hundreds of keywords. Just try and reduce the number in any one given campaign. So. Yeah, have those 10 to 15 keywords within one campaign and try and group them up by theme at that point. If you've got a thousand keywords you want to target, group them up by theme. Find the keywords that have got the word best in front of it or cheapest or the word bulk. And then you can have a different campaign for each theme of keyword. The risk of having all thousand keywords in one campaign is the budget is going to be spread too thin. Yeah. Or you'll find that the first... 10, 15, 20 keywords that actually start spending and are going to be the ones that Amazon deems relevant to that product and campaign. You're educating Amazon on what your product is. Therefore, they're the only ones that are going to start serving. And then you've got like hundreds and hundreds of other keywords that just haven't been given a chance and they won't be given a chance within that campaign. So that's the importance of having that that set structure. Now, the seven most common question we've had, and I feel like, We've probably answered this when we explained what PPC was, but is it free to advertise on Amazon? I think that's just a resounding no from me. Yeah, it's 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 a no. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 not even free to do organic on Amazon because you've got to do the listing fees, the FBA yeah. fees, all of those cuts that Amazon takes away. So Amazon advertising is definitely not free, but it you are in control to an extent of what your budgets are and how much you're willing to pay for those keyword clicks and bids. So if you're tight on the purchase strings and you've only got a small Amazon budget, you can control that to an extent with how much you're willing to bid on those keywords. So the highest bid will win the first position in the sponsor product slots on the search result page. If you've got a small budget and you're content with at least being on page one, there are more than the top three or four slots. You've got kind of 10 to 12 slots as you scroll down the page that your product's going to appear in. So as long as you're happy being on page one and you don't mind being in that 10th, 11th or 12th slot, you can actually reduce your bids and appear somewhere on the page at least. Mm-hmm. Now we've got a very broad question coming in here at number eight. Why is advertising on Amazon important? Finding out from the competitors. 100%. Yep. Building your brand, generating awareness, consideration, and then conversion, and that's the way it kind of flows down. I think we've, I mentioned this earlier, that the space is getting more competitive, so for you to stand out, you're going to have to leverage advertising or a competitive price, but more, more, t- more times than, than otherwise, we find that even sellers who have a competitive price sometimes are beaten because their competitors advertising heavily, they're aggressive, and customers tend to just click on what they see first. Correct, yeah. Yeah, I think that's one of the main reasons why it's important. Yeah, and also the the amount of real estate on that page that the Amazon advertising actually takes up. If I was to run a search for a disposable razor today, I would see at the top of the page, I would see the sponsor brand headline ad. And then below that, I would see about 50, 60% of the images that are in the sponsor product slots. 
So I still have to scroll the page to even see the bottom of those ads. So I have to scroll even further to find organic ads. And then below the first row of the organic ads, I see some products that Amazon has selected that they think are kind of relevant to my search, but they're not organic or sponsored results. Then you've got sponsor brand video. There's just so much space on that first page that is ads. So if you're not doing it, you're missing out on those spots. And like you said, Ronnie, people are kind of clicking on those first things that they see, especially if those products are relevant. So if we're only relying on organic traffic, no one is actually going to see us until they scroll beyond that sponsor brand, beyond that sponsor product uh, selection of keywords, uh, products, till they even find that organic ranking. Mm. Yeah. Now, as we come in towards yeah, the back half of this episode, we're going to be moving on to a different platform. So question nine is, what is Amazon DSP advertising? So Amazon DSP advertising is the Amazon demand side platform. Yeah. So what that basically means is a way for you as a seller to advertise your product across different websites, as well as the Amazon platform, but also an open exchange. You have access to an inventory of different websites, different apps, where your where your product can appear, and you can get custom engagement through that. So it's really a good way because one, you have the options of your product being on different websites and you can track customers that have searched for your product or searched for something similar to your product. And now they've moved on to external websites, whether it's the independent or I don't know, CNN, and now your ad, advert can actually appear there just to remind them that, you know, this is a product they were considering and they can click on that ad and it will take them straight to the Amazon platform where they can make a decision to purchase. So, yeah, it's a really effective platform to advertise. Yeah, 100% agree. And it's just another channel that you can go through. And the next question kind of leads on from that. And I know you've you've kind of touched on this running, but it's just, where do Amazon DSP adverts show? So you can actually have these show on and off of Amazon, as you've just described. So mm-hmm. on Amazon, you're going to be used to those few placements you've got through sponsored display that appear below the buy box and appear below the bullet points. But also right at the top of a listing page, you've got a long, thin ad that almost looks like a letterbox that is a DSP ad in the margins on the the left hand side and the right hand side you'll have those skyscraper ads that's where the dsp ads can show but also the ads can show before anyone's even run a search and this is the power of remarketing that we're just remarketing to people who have viewed or purchased our product or competitor products in the past so we don't need someone to do a contextual search at that time for us to serve those ads on amazon so if someone is scrolling that opening homepage of amazon.co.uk or .com looking for those daily deals or new products that have come, you can actually see DSP adverts littered around that page. So we can get people before they've even thought of what they want to search. And then on on the open exchange, like you mentioned, they'll just be appearing in those typical spots that we're used to seeing ads on. Like if we're looking at CNN for news or looking at our local sports team's website, like the ads will be appearing as letterboxes and pillar boxes kind of around the borders of the ad. Then our 11th question is, does Amazon use programmatic advertising? And the simple answer there is yes. Amazon's demand side platform and demand side platforms in general 
are programmatic advertising. So it's more push marketing rather than pull. We're not relying on people contextually searching for our products. We're trying to push our adverts in front of people that might not necessarily be searching for us or even looking for us at the moment. So it's a very different mindset, very different marketing mindset. But the way this works is these supply sources and demand side platforms, they are actually selling real estate on these external websites that we are now bidding to buy. And we're not the only DSP vying for that slot. There are other DSPs out there, like Facebook is a DSP, Google Ad Display Network is is a form of a DSP. Then we've got all of those others like Google Ad X, Yahoo and AOL that are running their own DSPs. The benefit of Amazon's DSP is we've got access to that first party Amazon shopper data that those other DSPs don't have. They're kind of their own data that they've got from their websites or the third-party audiences that have been built. We've got first-party data here, whether we advertise on or off of Amazon. So moving back to Amazon ads, the 12th most common question, Ronnie, was how do I run an effective ad on Amazon? Once again, another quite broad question. But yeah, how do you run an effective ad on Amazon? Okay, so I think from from the get-go, Focus on relevancy. How relevant are your keyword, your decent targets, your category targeting? How relevant is it to your the product that you're trying to advertise? Always go for high relevancy. So, for example, in terms of keywords, pick the most relevant keywords. Pick the most relevant competitors. Are those competitors that you're targeting? Is your product better? Does your product have better customer reviews? And is your product better priced than theirs? And then, so relevancy is, is key. And then second to that, if you are leveraging sponsored brand videos or sponsored brand ads, how well titled are your headlines? You know, are they, do they have a call to action? And also, if you are using sponsored videos, is the sponsored brand video engaging does it show lifestyle if it is if, if your product can fit into a certain lifestyle make sure that that comes across clear in your sponsored brand video so what you're really trying to do to to have an effective strategy when it comes to ppc is to make sure that you're attacking or targeting the, the most relevant audience and you're putting in front of them the product that you have and it's well polished in terms of your product listing. Your if if you are using video, your video is 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 definitely informative, and it displays life. You know to 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 put that potential customer in the shoes of using your product. So those are some of the ways that you can do it. And I find if a product's got a really a star product listing, a star content. And it becomes easier for us as an agency to get the right keywords because then it's easier for us to convince the customer that this is the product that you want because it, aesthetically it looks really good. So You summed that up perfectly. And I think that the, the keywords you mentioned at the beginning was relevancy. Yeah. Like to make things more effective and efficient, make things as relevant as possible. So when is the best time to run ads on Amazon? I know we talked about our first question are, are Amazon ad campaigns worth it? But what is the best time to run them? I think you mentioned this, Tom, right from the get-go. I 
I tend to think if you are launching a product, you know, you want to go in with a band. Yeah. So right from the get go, launch your advertising campaigns. And then also another really effective way you need to constantly push during holiday seasons, during yeah. times of the year that you know that your product's in demand. For example, like if you sell summer tents, make sure that you, you already start pushing those ads well within spring as we lead up to, to, to summer. So just 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 be mindful of uh, of those seasonal changes as well yeah anytime your product is in season make sure you're advertising that that's kind of hits the nail on the head there and mm-hmm. our 14th question was why can't i get my products to number one in my category how how busy is that category how how yeah. how saturated is that category are you being aggressive enough mm. and i think so, what you're doing is, is what you as a seller need to do instead of trying to bring an answer you actually need to start asking your asking questions so how busy is the category how competitive is your price is how does your product listing look compared to your other competitors so all of these things you need to start asking yourself and from those questions you're actually gonna you, you can come up with a strategy on your road to to number one yeah, and there's something else to bear in mind, and I think this is something a lot of sellers forget, is there's hundreds and thousands of sellers, yeah. and only one person can take that number one slot in the category. And it's usually going to be the seller who not has only made their campaigns as relevant as possible, but has also got the deepest pockets, sadly. And I know it doesn't just come down to deep pockets, but we might have a far better product than the person who is selling in position one. But if they've got a $50,000 a day advertising budget and we're only willing to spend a couple of hundred, then they're naturally going to get there a lot quicker. And I know that keyword relevancy and click-through rate and conversion rate carries a lot of weight when it comes to winning those positions. It's not just about who's got the deepest pockets. You can win that first position bid and auction even if you're spending willing to to bid less than the person who wins the second slot Mm. if you've got those relevant keywords but it is a very competitive and cutthroat world out there and there's there's a reason why the coca-colas of the world and and their categories are are dominating and it's not only brand recognition and the hard work they've done to build it up but it's the marketing budget they've got behind that yeah and also, you don't need to get to position one on day one. Yeah. Like, slow and steady can win the race sometimes. You don't need to pull out all stops and, and break terms of service to get into that first position. Mm-hmm. So that brings us to our final question. How can I increase my sales without spending more money? So that's not how can I get sales by spending no money. It's how can I do it without spending more? So you've got a fixed budget. You want to scale. How can you do that without adding more budget to it? Okay, so you could do a, a, a few things. One of the things that I would say for, for sellers who've got a fixed budget, maybe look at your your advertising account and work out what, are, what products or what campaigns are bringing in the majority of the sales and then maybe shift your allocated budget towards those. Because yep. what will often happen is those will will scale because you're giving them more budget. However, they will they'll also have a knock on effect on your overall brand halo effect. So it should be able to 
actually pull some of the other products up because people are now more aware of your product, of your brand, and your brand overall has a better sales rank as well. So that should help. Another thing that you can do is to improve your product listing and again, encourage reviews. So that's a way for you to build credibility on the platform and that sometimes can win the sell over your competitor. If you've got better reviews and your product listing looks better than the competitor, you can start to pick up really good organic sales because people just, I don't know, they, 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 they can trust your product a bit more if they see that one, it looks good, but also there's quite a lot of, of reviews, positive reviews. Yeah. And then one final tip I would add on that is how can I increase my sales without spending more money would be to audit and optimize your campaigns. Like there are going to be keywords in there that potentially have spent $20, $30 in the last few days, but given you zero sales. If you were to pause that keyword or that target, that spend can be directed towards a keyword or a target that is generating you sales. So that's another way to increase the sales without spending more money. You've just made better and more efficient use of that money. So we've blasted through those 15 things about Amazon we're tired of hearing. Uh, Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and think it will be useful to your friends and fellow sellers, please do share the link with them. And if you or someone you know is interested in having us work on your advertiser account, feel free to reach out to us and book a call with us through our website, which is https clearads.co.uk. And we will be more than happy to hear from you. Until next time, thank you from me and thank you from Ronnie. Bye. Bye.